Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hey there, welcome to episode 78. This is the quickie episode detailing how I got off from October 21st through October 27th. And my dears, it was a busy week. There was lots of masturbation and I slept with a crush. I mentioned him last week, I think for the first time, uh, and I'm now shifting his designation from crush to number 73. Uh, yeah, I mentioned when I first brought him up that I wasn't sure that it was a mutual attraction. I suspected, I was pretty sure, but I wasn't sure, sure, certainly not positive. You know, whenever there's any kind of unknown or potential for something new with another person, you know, I just managed my expectations as much as possible. Uh, but anyway, um, my instincts were correct. And well, yeah, we spent a very pleasant night together. We walked and talked and sat and talked some more uh, for a few hours and then finally went to my place. And despite all of all of these days that I've kind of been thinking about the potential for us hooking up um, and fantasizing about what that might be like, I have uh, devoted little time to speculating about the size of his penis. Um, there is somebody... It's a mutual friend of ours that has slept with him before, and I had meant to take the opportunity to ask her, you know, well, how big is his dick? Um, but I didn't get that chance. So, you know, there are two techniques that I employ when I'm trying to determine the likely dick size of a potential partner. And the first is to observe his walk, um, which takes some space because, you you know, it's like you need a bit of a distance to kind of really you know, see enough of the stride and see how the person is holding themselves and kind of the cadence of their walk and the length of their gait and, you know, all the things involved with with walking, you know, like it's a very telling thing if you really think about it. You know, someone's body language and posture like can tell you so much about uh, how they feel about themselves and just a lot about their personality, more than you'd think. Uh, a friend of mine had, had shared this with me a while ago when I, I think I was like in this rut where I just kept coming across tiny penises and was like, how do I avoid this? And as a gay man, he was like, you know, this is, this is what works. And, and so he shared this with me. And since I've, I've managed to use it with the times that I've remembered to do it, um, it has been pretty accurate. But the other thing is foot size. I find height to be completely irrelevant, um, ethnicity occasionally relevant, but foot size I would say is a you know a pretty decent second uh, to observing a man's walk as far as you know making some sort of informed decision as far as you know like is this partner is his dick going to be kind of like a worthwhile uh, size because I am a size queen not ashamed about it. Anyway, uh, so, you know, I only really took the opportunity to look at his feet the night that we wound up sleeping together. 
they weren't small and it seemed, you know, it was hard to tell with the style of his shoe. The style of shoes makes it really kind of muddies the waters with this. So anyway, what I was able to determine that was that his feet were not small, but much more than that, it's like it really had nothing else to go on. And just because the way that we've been encountering each other, you know, there's been a lot of sitting and kind of close quarters, so no real opportunity to see him walk from a distance that I'd be able to observe anything. You know, like we've walked together, but, you know, this read is not something you can do when the person is right next to you, you know, it's something you need to be several feet away from and kind of also observe them without knowing that you're observing them, you know, to really see what their natural walk is like. Um, you know, everyone <laughs> behaves differently when they are aware of being observed. And so that really kind of, uh, it'll make the read inaccurate. So if you're going to employ these techniques, that is my advice, you know, it's something can be a fun exercise if you're sitting outside of a cafe one day and you just, you know, you just kind of speculate about all of the men walking by about how big would he be? Oh no, you could tell that one very sheepish walker. Look at how he's hunched over. You know, these are pretty good indications that, you know, that he has some sort of shame about his body. And most guys have shame about their body when it comes to penis size. If that's something that's, they feel is inadequate, it kind of carries through in their body language. This is what I've observed. Not saying this is 100%, you know, uh, correct across the board. And so this is certainly a very un-PC thing to say, but this is real. So anyway, I do this. I've done it. Uh, if there are any people out there that are also size queens and you're looking for some good tips, well, those were my good tips. Anyway, um, yeah, so as <laughs> the night went on and we had spent hours with the talking and the whatnot. You know, he was driving me home and it was on the drive home where I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, uh, before that it was like, okay, well maybe we'll see each other again and I'd have more time to kind of read his body and, you know, worry about it some more. But now it's like, uh, we're driving to my place and like, this is either going to happen or not going to happen. But like, you know, I, I felt I was a little panicked because I was like, I really don't know. And I hate, I hate going through all the trouble of bringing somebody into my home. And it's just a big disappointment. You know, the, you know, like the experience with the baggy Magnum condom guy that really fucking, uh, that just made me really a little gun shy, a little gun shy. Anyway. Um, so anyway, so he comes over. And I bring him into my room because I can tell my roommate is home. And we start kissing and undressing each other. And he pulls down my bra. And like the way, this was indication number one, that things were going to be pretty good. He had, well, okay, I'm going to backtrack and tell the story horribly. I'm sorry, but this is the more accurate timeline of like my, uh, like my hypothesis about the quality of his uh, technique, I guess you could say. So while we were talking, we were sitting on a bench for a while, uh, and we eventually kissed. And the kiss was really good, you know? The same way you can tell a lot from body language, you can tell a lot from the way a person kisses. Um, I also find it especially telling uh, the shape 
not so much the shape, but like the way that a person's lips are formed. Um, you know, I don't really enjoy kissing people who have very thin lips. Uh, I, I enjoy fuller kind of like, not necessarily robust, but like something there. And I, I find that that kind of speaks to a person's level of passion or like there's something more sensual generally in the people that have fuller mouths. Um, anyway, so the kissing, the actual physical makeup of his lips, the formation of his lips was nice. And also, you know, the, the speed and kind of the, the whole technique of it, it was just, it was nice. You know, it was, he took his time and, you know, there wasn't like this darting tongue in and out of my mouth and, it wasn't too aggressive and it wasn't too sloppy where he's slobbering all over my mouth. Like it was, it was a really good kiss. And he commented on the kiss as well of like, Oh, well, you know, like it's nice that you take your time. And also I should mention he's, (laughs) he's much younger than I am, like much, much younger than I am younger than I like. I knew he was younger than I am, but I didn't realize how much younger he is than I am. But anyway, so It was a surprising thing with the kiss, too. You know, he, there was a maturity and uh, a sensitivity to the way that he kissed that one would not expect from somebody his age, which I will just say is in his early 20s. Um, So anyway, so the the kiss, that that was a telling experience that happened. So anyway, now I'll speed up and jump ahead again. We're in my apartment. We're in my room. We're undressing. Uh, and he's pulled down my bra and he's like handling my press. And again, like that taking your time thing and this sensitivity to his touch were definitely in play there. And it was like, oh my God. Plus I could tell by the way he kind of just like <laughs> went for the, my breast right off the bat was like, oh, he's a boob guy, which is good. I need, I need a guy that's a boob guy that, that helps me. Um, you know, because I like it so much, but I also really enjoy feeling like the other person likes it so much, you know? It's eh, it's not great for the ego when you feel like the other person's like has to make a bit of an effort to focus on a particular area of your body that you're really into and wish that they would focus on. Anyway, um yeah, and then I'm, you know, I'm feeling his erection through his pants and things are still not really sure. I can't really tell. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, I'm still, still nervous and the pants come off and it's like a good thick dick. Like I was like, I can't tell you the relief I had. Um, it was kind of hard to judge the length at that point. Also kind of like the position I was in relation to his penis. Um, but I can tell you after sleeping with him several times, like length was good. Length was good. I don't know that he was as long as number 54, but very good. Like the, he's wider than number 54. So that made up for anything. Yeah, it was really wide. Um, I'm just getting lost thinking about it again. Anyway. Um, so we, you know, the first time there were a few positions and I remember like, (laughs) well, this was kind of funny. The very first position we started in, which I'm struggling to to recall if I've ever 
began in that position, you know, and began being like the first time I'm sleeping with somebody, first position used. I don't know that I have. And that position is like he had pushed me down on the bed and I was on my back and he kind of half rolled me over so that like I'm still on my back, but my legs are turned to the side uh, and bent the top leg and then like was entering me that way. So my lower body was kind of uh, to the side of his body, not facing him. And so that was nice. Um, and we, I don't remember how we moved on right after that. I think he had like put my, like different states of my legs being over his shoulders, sometimes like bent, sometimes straight, sometimes out. And then, you know, he asked me if I wanted to get on top of him and I'm never going to say no to that. And I, he asked me to, you know, like take it easy on him so that he could last a really long time for me, which was a nice thing to have somebody say, um, and also, like, that, it's a great thing about sleeping with young guys, generally, if they're not, I mean, you know, people that suffer from anxiety, they're, that does play in no matter what age you are, but, you know, dick was working great, so. Um, but anyway, my point is, like, men that can come, like, I'd rather a guy comes faster so that we can have sex again <laughs> multiple times rather than like lasting 40 minutes or 30 minutes. Like, <sighs> come on. I don't, you know, cause I can come really fast. So anyway, it was a cute thing that I noted, but it was also, you know, kind of telling that, you know, he's not going to have to, you know, like go longer than I'd like. Um, you know, which I have come across with guys that, you know, not that much older than him. They just like, they've worked so hard to be able to last a long time that like, they just do that. And it can be really frustrating <laughs> sleeping with a guy like that. Like, yes, I appreciate your commitment to this, your interest in like lasting and holding out. But I don't know, for me personally, I just prefer like multiple times rather than like one uh, drawn out experience. But Anyway, um, he was very quiet. He was so quiet. Like, he came. Both times he came, like, I, if I hadn't been watching him or been able to tell from other kind of physical um, mannerisms, I would have never known that he came. But his eyes rolled back in his head, and I don't know. It was, it was fun watching him, but I was just, I couldn't believe how, how quiet he was. And, you know, I didn't record the night, but if I had, there would have been very little to listen to. Um, I don't know. If we sleep together again, I'm definitely going to try to work on that. Um, <laughs> and then this was like early morning at this point. I, like I, Probably 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. We were both exhausted. Long days. We went to bed. And then he woke me up maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes after that. And we had sex again. Um, this time from behind. And you know, again, I couldn't hear him come, but I could kind of tell the way he was reacting to my body. Um, but it was good. Like he just, he's a, yeah. I mean, especially considering that it was the first time sleeping together. That was a great start. Really, really great start. Um, yeah. And then we wound up getting up at different times. Just like I wasn't able to sleep and the cats woke me up and whatever. So I missed out on morning sex. My roommate was, it was a whole thing, but, um, but yeah, so that happened. It seemed pleasurable and enjoyable for both of us. Um, I'm assuming at some point in the future we'll sleep together again, but I mean, you never fucking know. 
The the only downside to this guy is that he could not be more geographically undesirable. You know, we literally live in different states. And so, you know, it's a little upsetting now knowing that there's this great dick out there, this kind of fairly sensitive partner, potential for great sex, and (laughs) the odds of us seeing each other on a regular basis so small. It's sad. It's very sad. Another thing that I wanted to mention when I'd been fantasizing about him, there was this kind of warm and fuzzy quality to it. You know, like some people I fantasize, well, most people I'd say that I, I fantasize that I kind of crush on, you know, there's a kind of fervor to it. You know, it's like this more aggressive, but kind of like just fevered thing. But this, and and this wasn't with intention. It was just like, you know, like, oh, you know, I was, I saw him. I'm kind of thinking about this. It's top of mind when I masturbate, like he's going to be what I think about. And then laying back and going at it and just the kind of the whole temperature, the mood, everything just kind of would shift to this very specific quality, this like warm and intimate softness that I was like, it just, I, it was very noticeable because it's not something that's typical. And certainly, you know, when I think about masturbating, like there is a, you know, kind of a, a fervor to it, you know. And so for it to be so specific to him, it just made me think like there must be something that I'm picking up on that this is some kind of intuitive read on how actually being with him would be. And it was very accurate. I mean, it, it really did kind of have that quality um, that warm and fuzzy quality. So it made me wonder a lot of things, you know, made me wonder about, you know, I'd like a lot of verbal humiliation. I mean, I'd like a whole spectrum of sexual experience and that's like one aspect of it, you know, but it's like when you're with a partner, there's, it's only reasonable to speculate about, you know, the directions that you can take with this person. Like, what are they up for? Um, what would they be willing to do? What might they not be willing to do? So, you know, I'm curious about that. I'm curious about like how filthy it can get. Um, I mean, I'm sure his age plays into it a bit. We, you know, just in the conversation in the car on the way up to my place, uh, I could say that I'm definitely experiencing a wider range of activities than he is. Uh, you know, and he, he even asked that he's like, but are you okay with like normal vanilla sex? <laughs> and he was, you know, talking about how he's getting a little nervous that like normal sex wasn't going to be enough for me, um, <laughs> which was kind of adorable. But yeah, but I, you know, when you're in your early twenties, I mean, some people are in their early twenties and and earlier than that, and have like tasted the rainbow and those people are amazing. But I think most people, it's more common that, you know, you're at that age, like, there's a whole wide world of things you just haven't tried yet. But because you haven't tried them, you don't know. So it's also like this whole world of opportunity of things to try. So if I can be this person introducing him to these things and trying new things together, like, anyway, there's just potential for a lot of stuff. Um, So aside from that, which was the highlight of my week, despite it being near the end of the week, uh, there was masturbation in the beginning. I used like a very typical Japanese nipple thing 
All these links, as always, are in the episode notes. And that was the only porn that I looked at for the bulk of the week. And then last night, um, I was trying out a new site. And this is courtesy of the crush slash number 73, which is a site, uh, B-E-E-G.com, which I had never even heard of. So there are two cuckolding clips in the list of links that I've included. Those are both from this site. It has a very modern, minimal aesthetic to it, which I appreciate, but certainly has a more limited selection of videos than, you know, Pornhub. There are no links from Pornhub this week, surprisingly. Uh, Three different sites, one of them being this big.com, which uh, I'm going to dive deeper into. But anyway, so that was last night. Uh, And other than that, there were multiple days of masturbating. And one other thing that I included in the episode notes for this week were some images that I've uploaded to the banned images feed on graphic paint, kind of documenting my journey to squirting, which has not happened yet. But last night, I felt closer than I ever have before. Um, I had come once from porn, so I could just feel my glands all swollen and you know, I, uh, I had been using a vibrator, the insertable vibrator, while I had come from watching porn, but I just left it in, turned it on, and kept going without the porn. And, um, and at first I was like, it really felt like it was possible to come again, which hasn't, you know, I haven't come multiple times while masturbating in quite a while. Like, I cannot even remember the last time that I did. But I was like, oh, I think tonight <laughs> it's going to happen. And then that switched into, I think tonight might be the night that I can squirt, you know, because like I'm feeling the swollen glands and the glands are what, you know, the the run along with the bladder fluid and go to your G-spot and are kind of like the components of what allows a woman to squirt. And I could feel it, you know, I could feel that kind of filled up feeling that I've heard other women who are able to squirt describe. Um, but as I was experiencing that sensation there was also a bit of discomfort and I don't know I think also too it shifted into some pressure I was applying to myself and anyway it turned into then okay this is not going to happen and so I wound up giving up but what I've been doing lately is um, taking pictures after I come and I pull out this insertable dildo my tiger vibe which I love um, you know, kind of the, the fluid that's collected on the dildo. And sometimes it's whiter than others. Sometimes it's much more viscous than others. Sometimes there's more of it than others. Sometimes it's very thick and, you know, there's small amounts, whatever. So I've been taking pictures. It's just like, I don't know. It fa- it's fascinating to me. But anyway, my point is that I've included a selection of those images. Um, you know, again, just documenting this journey to squirt. And they are from a larger gallery of images, like I said, the banned images feed, which is not just images that I take of my own experiences, pictures that I've taken of other people, but also the images that people send me. So if you're interested in having your images included in that feed or anywhere else on Graphic Paint, you can either email me at hello at Graphic Paint or sex at Graphic Paint. And just put something in the subject line about images so that I know Um, And similarly, if you would like to send me some audio of sex that you're having, be it with yourself or with others, uh, please do so. Those can be featured in future episodes of this podcast. Uh, And also, you know, if you're interested in doing an interview, I just scheduled an interview with a woman who reached out to me via Instagram. 
Um, I always recommend emailing me because the likelihood of my responding in a timely fashion just increases exponentially because I check my email frequently. And with Instagram, I need to be in my inbox to see that I have a message request. Um, but all the ways, whatever works. And anyway, aside from all that, that was, you know, that was my busy week. Um, our podcast equipment fundraiser is still on. So I've also linked to that in the show notes. And otherwise, I'll be back to speak with you Thursday on Halloween. Till then, I wish you well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.